0: The four-game win streak and eight-game point streak has finally come to an end, but this week's slate of games has not. Good morning, Rain fans. I'm Josh Schaefer, and welcome back to the Rain Check Game Day forecast, presented by Rotolo Chevrolet. The Rain are gearing up for a pair of games against the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Tonight, they'll host the Firebirds at Toyota Arena for the first time this season, and tomorrow they're headed back to Palm Desert, where they've shut out the Firebirds twice already this year. But that's tomorrow, and we'll get you prepared for that game in the morning. For today, let's take a look back to Tuesday. The Rain conceded three goals in the first period to the Tucson Roadrunners in a span of just five minutes and found themselves in a 3-0 hole through 20 minutes of play. But all three of those goals occurred after defensive breakdowns, with two ultimately stemming from the same Rain power play. They gave up a shorthanded chance after coughing up the puck at the blue line, leading to a shorthanded goal and a one nothing Roadrunners lead. Then, right after the power play ended, it happened again. Another breakdown, another Tucson goal, but this one at even strength. A few minutes later, another strange play that led to the Roadrunners sneaking another puck pass goaltender David Riddick. So the rain trailed 3 0, but overall, the mood wasn't too bad. In fact, the team and the coaching staff seemed pretty confident moving forward. And after the game, they actually said that they thought they were playing pretty well. They made some mistakes. They were a little bit unlucky, but they deserved much better than a 3-0 deficit. And ultimately, they were right. They scored twice in the second period, with TJ Tynan scoring on a terrific redirection and Akil Thomas cashing in on the power play to make it 3-2 through two periods. The rain outshot Tucson 14-7 in the third period and 33-21 overall in the game, but couldn't break through in the final frame and were unfortunate not to record at least a point in the 3-2 loss. After the game, Jared Shaffron and I talked with Akil Thomas and head coach Marco Sturm. To start, here's what Thomas had to say immediately following the game.
1: Well, obviously, a uh, little bit of a change uh, coming into the second period. Um, was it Marco? Was it the group? Uh, kind of what was said after after the first 20.
2: Yeah, I think, like, Marco, just, we, we weren't too bad. Like, we were pretty, like we were playing pretty pretty well, obviously. They, they scored three in the first, but uh, we just wanted to stick to our plan. I thought we did that. Like, we obviously had some pushback and ended up being a 3-2 game. So, obviously, not, like, not enough, but pretty close.
1: Yeah, would you say that was – because, you know, we kind of said the same thing, that it wasn't like you're getting outplayed necessarily in the first period. Was that at least encouraging, knowing that, hey, we're, we're playing okay. It's just a couple bounces. Yeah,
2: like, I, I think – a good thing going into appearance knowing like just do the same thing and hopefully you know different results will happen it's kind of when like no one's kind of on the same page as when it's you know bad but that wasn't the case tonight we we're all on the same page i think it's just we were not close enough you know what i mean
1: so second period you did start to get that momentum um you guys get hook up on a nice power play goal i mean i'm sure that felt pretty good power play's kind of been up and down but that seemed like one one you draw up there
2: yeah for sure i mean Obviously feels feels good to get the power going and um, yeah, good play by Hoods and I was lucky enough to bury.
1: So, do you think Maddie knew that was coming? It seemed like he kind of maybe anticipated because he's seen that play and maybe got off his angle. Well, the second
2: the second um, when I had in the in the third here. Like, it was, a, I thought it was a perfect shot. It just kind of seemed like that one was going in, and it, he was cheating on that side. So definitely, definitely was cheating on the, on the second one. But yeah, seen so many, so many reps going against him in practice and whatnot. So uh, lucky to get the first one on him, yeah.
0: Okay, before we get to Marco Sturm, we've got one more soundbite we want to share from Akil. As we mentioned on the air, during the game, and in our last episode, and even a little bit during that interview with Akil, he and tucson goalie matt velalta know each other very very well in fact they used to live together when maddie v played with the rain so what did akil do to welcome maddie v back to toyota arena well he wore a tie with maddie v's face plastered on it into the arena and here's why
2: it's still weird i can't really take it in um today you know wore a tie with his with his face on it i Customized a tie last year, so thought that would uh, get him off his game a little, get a little bit, get him a little relaxed before the game. So yeah, it's always nice seeing him. Obviously, we keep in touch all the time, and you know he's definitely one of my best friends, and you know always will be.
0: First, the ceremonial puck drop between those two back on November eighth. Now a Matt volalta necktie. A- anyway, here's head coach Marco Sturm.
1: Talk with Akil. He didn't feel like the team was necessarily playing a, a bad game in the first, but needed something uh, to, to kind of get them going a little bit in the second.
3: Yeah, I mean, we were actually happy with our first period. We only gave him one shot in the first, I don't know, 12, 13 minutes. So, you know, um, that's how it goes sometimes. And uh, But guys battled, and the guys knew it, I think, you know. Uh, we all felt the same way, and, you know, they they came back, uh with a couple of goals in a second and in a third, you know I can't, you know I can't get mad at them because they tried everything and unfortunately didn't go in. But you know being down three nothing, it's it's a big hole and unfortunately we couldn't we couldn't come back today. Even if we deserved that one, uh, at least uh, to get one point
1: power play ends up scoring there and I know it's been a bit of a struggle at times but that's the type of goal they want to score I mean how much does that help that unit just a confidence booster for them to get that goal
3: yeah no and they you know they've been they've been uh, they've been solid and uh, you know they know they have to come up big uh, in big moments and uh, and yeah scored us a big goal at that moment unfortunately we couldn't couldn't really uh, get one even if you had the chances in the third but you know Sammy makes a, a big, big difference, I think, um, on that unit. It makes him very, very dangerous. And, uh, no, I'm, you know, I'm happy for them. And uh, I know they're going to score. They just have to stick with it.
1: Penalty kill also had another good night. And uh, they had to kill a, a penalty in the third there. Inamoto goes to the box. And seemed like they did what they needed to do there late.
3: Yeah, we're really good. Uh, I, again, I think st- uh, special teams were... Uh, uh, was not the problem today, and, uh, and again, those kind of games sometimes it's frustrating because we thought as a team we we outplayed them and and came up short. But that's hockey, right? So uh, you got to move on. Uh, unfortunately, uh, didn't get any points, but now we gotta reset and and uh, regroup group for the next couple of days good practices and two good games against uh, Coachella.
1: You mentioned getting ready for the weekend um, and it seems like Hayden Hodgson is getting pretty close. It was probably already tough to put together a lineup. I mean, how tough is it going to be to decide who's in because it seems like a lot of guys are fighting for ice time right now.
3: Yeah, no, and that's, you know, and keep telling guys um, you got to go every night. You can't take any rest because guys are coming back and guys want to play and it's always a good problem. It's going to be my problem, uh, who, uh, who I'm going to scratch and who's going to play. But at the end of the day, I, I I keep telling also the guys that they're going to dictate too. All right. And uh, if they play really well, I, I can't get them out of the lineup, so it's a little bit up to them too. And, and if not, then it's easy for me. So, But we need everyone. and. Uh, you know, I'd rather have the full boat than some guys search. And, uh, you know, those guys, uh, they're important players, too. So uh, hopefully they'll
0: After one period on Tuesday, Sturm opted to replace starting goaltender David Riddick with Eric Portillo, who was brilliant. You know, we talked with you at the rookie tournament, and... At the rookie tournament, you know, the first real action that Eric Portillo had was coming in in the middle of games with the way that the goalies were, you know, kind of breaking down. And today is the first time we see him come in mid-game, obviously, in, in real action. And what did you make of the way that he played tonight?
3: Yeah, he was really good. He made the saves right away. And, uh, no, he was uh, he was very really sharp. Uh, so I was really pleased with uh, with, his, with his general, with his overall effort. And then, but like you said, coming in... Uh, that's why I didn't want to do it right away uh, in the in first period. I wanted to wait, so give him a little bit, some extra time to warm up maybe between periods. And uh, no, he was, uh, he was definitely ready to go.
0: The rookie stopped all 15 shots he faced in the game and is now up to fourth in the AHL with a 1.96 goals against average. And that's not all. Eric Portillo is also third in the league with a save percentage at 932. And now we turn our attention to tonight and tomorrow's games against the Firebirds. Eric Portillo has not appeared against Coachella Valley yet this season, but David Riddick has played twice. And David Riddick has also shut out Coachella Valley in both of those games. Tuesday's game was kind of an anomaly for David Riddick, who currently leads the AHL with three shutouts. So goaltending hasn't been an issue. It's going to be interesting to see who Marco Sturm turns to tonight, and in turn, who he sends to the goal crease tomorrow out in Palm Desert. The Rain Beat Coachella Valley 1-nothing back on October 25th and more recently 6-to-nothing on November 21st, which is the largest margin of victory for either team in this two-year all-time series. The Rain remain in second place in the Pacific Division with 24 points, 3 points behind first place Calgary, but now just 1 point ahead of the Abbotsford Canucks who currently sit in third. They're still in the midst of one of the best active stretches in the league with a 6-2-1-1 record over their last 10 games as they enter tonight's game against the 7th place Firebirds who lost to San Jose at home on Wednesday. They've been a little weird this season to say the least. They've won only two of their eight home games and we've already mentioned that they've been shut out by the rain twice at Akershire Arena. But on the road, the Firebirds are kind of a wagon. They're not quite the LA Kings, who are 9-0-0 on the road in the NHL. But at 7-1-0, the Firebirds are one of the top road teams in the American Hockey League to start the season. So we'll see what we get tonight at Toyota Arena and tomorrow night at Acresher Arena in Palm Desert. It's a 7 p.m. puck drop tonight at Toyota Arena. If you have tickets or are in the market for tickets, remember to arrive early for the holiday market taking place on the arena patio. It opens at four, ends at eight, and features 16 local vendors on the Toyota Arena patio. You won't want to miss it. You can also tune into the game tomorrow on the broadcast with Jared Shafford and myself on AHL TV or for free on the Rain app or OntarioRain.com slash radio. Should be a fun weekend of hockey between the Rain and the Firebirds, and we hope you'll join us along the way. Talk to you tomorrow morning on the next Rain Check Game Day forecast, but until then, have a great Friday, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.